0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Every day to define man's mission Look into the sky for divine transmission Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition Thank blind Yo, 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 yo What's going on people? Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast We are on episode 31, I want to say Why do I never know my own episodes? Yeah, right one on episode 31 uh, happy belated Father's Day um, I'm recording this on Monday So Father's Day will have already passed By the time you guys heard this But happy belated Father's Day To all of the fathers out there Hopefully y'all had a had a good one I know I had a good one well, I'm not a father But <laughs> I went to, to go see my pops Pretty much spent the whole day um, at his house So Father's Day for me was, was pretty cool Got a chance to eat a lot of good food You know, it was it was a good time It was a good time uh, just a few announcements, few notes and nuggets just to get into. Uh, first disclaimer, uh, I'll do my best to edit it, but you're probably going to hear my fan in the background um, if you remember from like a pod, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this the last podcast, but I do not currently have air conditioner right now, um, and it is very hot on the East Coast, I'm pretty sure it's hot wherever you guys are in the world right now, but... Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not uh, I'm lacking in the air conditioning department. So that issue will hopefully be fixed today. Um, I'm not sure what time these people are coming, but as of now, I got to survive with the fan in the background. Um, luckily, it's not too unbearably hot yet, but I can't just cut my fan off. I don't want to be in here dying and sweating. So I apologize for my fan in the background, but hey, man, y'all y'all gonna have to deal with it because. <laughs> you know it's it's real in the field out here man this heat is not it's not playing it's not it's not a game out here um other just quick notes and nuggets if you haven't already please go to facebook hit just go to the search bar type in dojo talk podcast hit that like button um I'm I'm, I'm trying to you know grow my audience I I don't even have to be famous or anything but I, I'd like to get a consistent you know contributing you know semi-large fan base so if you like MMA if you like music if you like anime if if any of those topics interest you you know and you're listening right now share it with a friend tag a friend do something you know help help spread the word help help turn me into somebody help make me famous Well, not really famous but you know like semi semi YouTube famous or whatever I don't know I don't know how to judge podcast fame but (laughs) I'm trying to trying to you know trying to make some moves trying to make uh my audience grow a little a little bigger you know every time but to to those who have liked and have subscribed and all that appreciate you for listening and yeah that's that's about it for for intros uh so today just going i'm gonna go right into it man we got got some music to cover it's been a while man i've been there's been a lot of fights just going on so i feel like most of my podcasts have been fights and i've I really need to as I say this every show but I need to get back to doing a lot more music. Um but I don't know if it's it's hard to cover between music and anime and and all of the fights that happen. It's, I'm trying to still find that balance of you know what to cover. Like I don't like missing fights, but I don't know. E- either way, I'm going to try to get you guys some more music, but I'm I'll, I'll make up for it. So today I'm actually going to going to try. We're going to run through I'm gonna run through three projects to make up for all of the uh, lack of music I've been reviewing. Actually, you know what? I might do for depending on time at the end, but we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but to to kick things off, um, this first review probably won't be too long, only because this project isn't too long. Um, first project album I'll be reviewing, or I, really, I should say, EP. Uh, I'll be reviewing is Novelist, and the project is entitled Dilla Instinct. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I've mentioned Novelist before on my podcast, and I can't remember if I think yeah, I'm pretty sure Mike Swords made uh, my top twenty last year, so I'm pretty sure I mentioned Novelist before. Um, But just rehash refresher for people who don't know, um, Novelist is an MC from Detroit. Um, He is a part of a group called clear soul forces which is a, a dope hip-hop group man like if you guys if you like really lyrical rap the these these are the guys you should you should be listening to like if you like that lyrical rap with i you know what i can't even say boom bap sound anymore because they've i'm gonna say they've strayed away from it but they the sound has definitely evolved but if you like lyricism Definitely give those dudes a look, man. Check out uh, Detroit Revolutions. Check out um, Gold PP7. Uh, check out... Uh, what's the other one? There was another one that came out after Gold PP7. It's escaping my mind. A oh, Fab Five. Uh, check out Fab Five. Um, the group... I think it's about five of them. I can't remember all of the names off the top of my head, but... All really talented lyricists. Just super dope group. Um, Novelist himself has been... Uh, stepping more out into the solo uh, realm lately, um, I first started listening to him uh, he did a project called Rhyme, which um, if you guys remember the Prime album with uh, Royce and DJ Premier, he did like a little mini EP based off, like some beats off of that, then he did Tsunami Tsunamis, which was another dope EP um, Mike Swords I think still technically was an EP but it was like his longest project, that one was I think it was at least like maybe 9-10 tracks um he's come back man with dilla instinct first thing i gotta say man this cover art uh is just so mean like <laughs> and the title dilla instinct is pretty much what you would think it is uh the dilla part being in reference to jay dilla uh legendary producer from detroit r.i.p um the project is uh all instrumentals from jay dilla um, and the instinct is in reference to killer instinct um, which if you've listened to novelist you know that he's in he throws a lot of anime references a lot of anime references a lot of video game references movie references into his music uh, and so the cover is basically fogor from killer instinct <laughs> with with dreads it, it looks serious though man like this this cover art is, is mean um, so that was the first thing that grabbed my eye. pretty much anything he drops i'll listen to but like when I saw the cover art, I, I knew this project was gonna be serious, and yeah, man, this this little short sweet EP did did not disappoint. Um, like I said, it's it's only five tracks. It's really just a real quick listen to. I've listened to this so many times only because most of the time, if I put this on, I just play the whole thing through because it's this is just it's such a quick listen. Um, production wise, like I said, the beats are all from Jay Dilla. Excuse me. So. It's really kind of like low key, boom bap, soulful, jazzy kind of feel to it, um, and yeah, that pretty much carries throughout the the entire EP. So it's not too much to dive in on the production tip. Like if if you're familiar with with Jay Dilla, I think you you can pretty much get an idea of what you'll you know of what you'll be getting into. Um, but Novelist himself on this EP pretty much continues, man, just Continues what he's been doing, man, just being dope, (laughs) just being a really good MC, a really good lyricist, continuing the, you know, the lyrics, the the lyrical references to, you know, anime, a lot of Naruto references and, you know, things like that. But while also something I've noticed he's been doing a lot more of lately, at least I feel like that I've been noticing is, you know, the music is getting a lot more, I do not say a lot more, but he's definitely not shying away from you know like socially conscious issues also um which he goes into on this album um i, I guess i pretty much could do like a quick track by track man the, the album starts off <laughs> with with knock em out and pretty much on all these beats man he's kind of just lyrically just kind of just just doing his thing man he's he's just flexing the the lyrical chops man I, I love the first track uh knock em out uh no hope for the stranded say the sky's the limit but they got drones on other planets the candid bandit stepping out the chamber of rhyme i'm a teenager gohan perpetually trapped in his prime like he just goes in man dude he's just he's just a beast and "Knock 'Em out is like a, a good a good track to to start this project off with to be honest it's probably my favorite track on the entire project um so if if you listen to that track and you like it, this that's a pretty much a uh a, a good indicator of what you're about to be getting into. Um then it goes to what you got for this, that's another dope track. Um I'm gonna skip real quick to track number three, uh, Left Alone. Um this track I love in particular because um as I mentioned earlier, he's if you notice, especially in like his solo projects Actually even with the Clear Soul Forces, uh even some of their group projects, like they're not shying away from, you know, every now and again going into some social issues if he if he feels the need to, to talk about it. And I wish I could find the lyrics. Uh he says something and there he goes, uh, true colors come out through social media actions, how you love rap but still get disgusted by bro black shit. Like <laughs> like he and I like that track because he... He really goes into the full spectrum of dealing with like racial injustices and and just like that whole spectrum of kind of just being black in America and kind of like the hypocrisy of racism and some of the hypocrisies of the the country in general. And I, I love the hook. Um, it's like I want to be left alone, but not alone. If that makes any sense. And it's just like yeah, like he don't he wants people to understand him or you know understand his plight but he kind of just it, it's that weird paradox where it, it is like the hook like you want to be left alone like you kind of just don't even want to be bothered with the world because there's, there's so much just nonsense going on but you you don't literally want to be by yourself you want people to kind of join you in your fight people who can relate to you but you know it's, it's just kind of that weird paradox that he's stuck in but that that's probably my second favorite track uh next to knock 'em out. And then it goes on to Fantastic, which has a nice uh that track has a nice little little groove to that uh, a nice little groove to it. Probably one of the more uh kind of upbeat lighter feelings uh lighter feeling tracks on the on the E P and then it ends uh with <laughs> with pointing guns at Magneto uh featuring Nolan the ninja. Uh Nolan the ninja also is from uh Detroit I believe also he dropped an EP last year, or an album, I should say. I think called Heart, and he has another one coming out this year. I can't remember the name of it because I just, I literally like just saw a link to it a couple of days ago. But he has another project uh, coming out soon. I want to say next month, or at least like within the next two months. Um, he also kind of like Clear Soul Forces is really on the the lyrical tip. So if you like lyricism and kind of like that boom bap sound he's definitely somebody to listen to um one thing i did notice about his feature that i thought was dope on this project was um i never listened to the his last album like all the way through i just kind of skimmed through listened to a couple of tracks but never listened to the whole thing but one of the things that really stuck out to me was his delivery and nolan had at least on that project had this real aggressive Delivery, Like, it reminded me of, like, a lyrical onyx, where he's, like, almost screaming (laughs) into the microphone. And at in some tracks, it works, but at times, I feel like it can be overbearing. And I like that on this feature, he was still lyrical, but he toned his aggression down. So I I feel like that makes it easier to kind of focus on what he's saying instead of just hearing a guy rap, and he seems like he's kind of just yelling at you. So I, I thought that was... And I thought that was the, a real dope. Uh, and then and, and those two novels and, and and Nolan definitely play off of each other really well. So that was a good collab track to end the EP. And that was it, man. To be honest, it's only five tracks. So nothing, uh, like I said, not too much to dive in. It's, it's just a really short, dope EP. Um, pretty much, like I said, with Mike Swords, man. If you, if you like lyricism mixed with a little bit of like, quote-unquote, nerdcore um, also mixed with, you know, bits of social consciousness, and you want to hear, especially on this EP, some, some nice, jazzy, soulful, you know, Dillard production, this is, this is for you, I'll post the link to his Bandcamp, uh, the EP, um, is technically free, I guess you, it is one of the Name Your Price EPs, so, you know, if you want to, you know, if you're feeling, feeling good about yourself, feeling like you want to contribute, you can, you can make it a dollar or two dollars, but at the end of the day, it's a it's a free EP, so I will leave a link to this below. Um, can't say enough, man. Like if if you love lyrical rap, listen to Novelists, listen to Clear Soul Forces. Um, dig into the group, man, just because other other members of the group also have uh, solo projects. Um, out, I believe, and uh, the other guy's name, I'm probably butchering his name. Uh, Ilajade has us uh, had a solo album that came out last year called Heat Tape. I never. I need to listen to that all the way through. But like from the tracks I've heard, it sounds like really funky and really dope. Um, He's another really good member of the group. Um, The other guy, L.A.Z., I want to say has some instrumental tapes out. So even apart from them being dope as a group, um, on the solo tip, man, these guys are are doing their thing. So support, man. Like definitely give these dudes a listen. Um, So yeah, that's it. I don't. it's not too much to go in deep about this project's dope lyrics, dope content, dope cover um oh, and I guess one more thing I'll mention that I've enjoyed about this project real quick um I love since the title of the project was called Diller Instinct how he used uh <laughs> he used some killer instinct samples, like some of them start off a track or they'll end a track like you'll hear somebody get caught with like an ultra combo um i loved i think it was fantastic, ended with a uh, I think Jago gave Saberwolf like a, a ultra combo, which I thought was dope because I hated Saberwolf in that game. So <laughs> that, that that I appreciated that that moment. But yeah, man, just dope project. Just I I wish I could really go in depth more, but it, it's not not much else to say, man. The the project is just dope. So listen to listen to Dilla Instinct. Listen listen to a, a, elite lyricism at work and yeah i'll leave it at that i will leave it at that um on to the next excuse me the next project uh this album i did not anticipate liking this as much as i did not to say at all that i thought it would be whack but i've been returning to this album way more than i thought i would and the album i'm referring to um is the wild by raekwon um if you don't know who raekwon is I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast. I'm not even saying you got to be a fan or you got to own all his albums. But if you don't know Raekwon from the Wu-Tang Clan, I don't know why you're even listening to this podcast. But in case you don't, for that one person who who might not know, uh, Raekwon is a member of the legendary group, the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, Apart from group projects with the Wu-Tang, he's been on his solo tip for a long time uh the wild is this is his seventh album he's also had albums like you know only built for cuban links one and two fela a couple other projects in short man the man's been in the game for a long time pretty much certified legend in the game um i kind of picked up this album kind of just on a whim i think i was just at best Buy. i just wanted something new to to listen to and to be honest Raekwon's not like one of my favorite members of Wu-Tang but at the time I was like I just want some new music to listen to and I don't don't think he's a bad MC or bad you know makes bad music just he's not personally he's just not like a favorite member of the Wu-Tang but there are things that he does that I do really enjoy which are exemplified all throughout this album um If I could describe this, (laughs) I like calling Raekwon to me, at least as of late, from from the the songs that I hear from him. I I like to call this like luxurious, just gangster rap. Like, it's real, he has a way of describing things that just, (laughs) he makes everything just sound so cool. Like, he's one of the, the greatest, like, mafioso style rappers I've ever heard like he he does it in a way that's just i don't know it's, it's, it's different than it's different than what other people can pull off like he his his way with words and just the way he describes things makes it sound like a lot, a lot i don't think a lot of people can can do what he does at the level that he does it um i love i love pretty much the opening track i love how aggressive this album starts out um it does have an intro uh, in the beginning, uh, I honestly don't pay too much attention to intros, so I tend to, (laughs) to kind of skip them, but, uh, the first, like, track track, um, is this is what it comes to, and the track, pretty much out the gate, is on some real aggressive boom bap, and Raekwon's just kind of doing what Raekwon does, Man, I done blacked out. No man is safe. Your crew is cornered. Why did you think you could step over me? I'm too enormous. Plus, I heard you was an informant. Cold brew, sell 'em. Roll out the plastic. I'm about to catch a body on this. Like, <laughs> dude, just just goes in on that real, that real just G mafioso tip, man. Like, and he, like I said, man, he he does it just really well. And the the production that he gets, especially for this album, fits you know everything that he's trying to do um the production on this album is is a bit varied but i, f- I feel like for the most part it's it's definitely has like the the boom bat roots um i would say probably a little more so on the aggressive side but there are also tracks on here that can get really soulful and content wise it's not anything like groundbreaking like i said it's very mafioso style so you, you're gonna get like your drug tales you're gonna get you know kind of like what it feels like to live that luxurious lifestyle your, your rag to riches stories um but he also has a few story or at least one storytelling track that i'll mention um that was really that was done really really well and it's probably uh, my favorite track on here but like i said um that intro track or the the first title track. Or this is what it comes to. Gives a nice, a nice punch to the album to, to start off with something aggressive, something that'll wake you up really quick. Um, and it goes on to nothing, which is this really kind of like low key, real eerie kind of track. Um, that one's also pretty dope. Um, a con I will say, because I got the track listing in here, so this kind of just popped out to me. But one con I'll give on this album is it does. I think this album is 16 tracks long, mixed in with a few skits, which would probably take it down to like 14 or 13 if you don't include the skits. I'm not a huge fan of the skits. I kind of just feel like they're, I don't know, like they were just thrown in without much purpose, I guess you could say. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention to what was going on in the skits. Like Some of the skits, like this this guy just kind of just randomly singing and Raekwon's kind of just laughing in the background like I don't know they, the skits for me didn't didn't do that much but I, I guess they were you know I don't know I, I wasn't really feeling the skits but that, that's like my only minor gripe on this album I just feel like if you would have took the skits off not that this album even feels long but you would have had a really short compact just really dope album well it's, it's still dope regardless but you know I feel like it would have made it a little cleaner more polished, like, it more straight to the point, I guess I would say, um, I guess I'll just continue going down the track listing, um, my favorite track on here, man, uh, Marvin featuring CeeLo Green, I love this song, love this song, one of the more soulful cuts on the album, and the track is pretty much an ode, a dedication, and pretty much like an autobiography of, of Marvin Gaye, um, he starts from, he literally, Starts from when Marvin Gaye was little, and you know how he used to sing in the church and things like that. So when he got older, he starts finding his voice. He's he's joining bands, and then he goes into detail about the friction that he had with his dad. Which, if you know Marvin Gaye's story, that's unfortunately kind of how he he met his um he met his demise. But yeah, man, he Raekwon did a really really good job of. Of painting the picture of like how Marvin Gaye's life just played out over a song, man. It, it was it was really dope to listen to, and CeeLo Green did a really great job on the hook, just kind of adding that extra layer of soul already to what was a soulful track. Um, yeah, man. Like I said, this this song is just The beat was great. Um, who who produced this actually? Just to give him props. All right, so the, the beat was done by Frank G. Um, so not familiar with frank g but shout outs to him man because this this track was just perfect man like this was the i'm I'm not sure what happened when raekwon heard this beat but i could understand why he would pick this instrumental to do to do this old to marvin over like this is i feel like this is probably one of those instrumentals that he heard and it just spoke to him like i need to do this exact song over this beat and it 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 just it turned out masterfully done man like this this was a great storytelling track a great ode to Marvin Gaye who you know one of the best soul singers this this earth ever saw so yeah man that I, I can't say enough about that track man I really really enjoy listening to that um can't you see is another nice soulful track um I guess I'll skip down to another track that kind of, oh, I was expecting a little more, I, maybe it's just me, I, I didn't really care for it too much, but uh, the track, uh, My Corner uh, with Lil Wayne, which is one of the few features, uh, this album isn't too feature heavy, which to me is good, it's, you get a lot of Raekwon, but um, I don't know, it's something about this. it wasn't a bad track, and Wayne didn't have a bad verse. Uh, I don't know if I was a big fan of the instrumental it was kind of this really I don't know like I I feel like the beat was aiming for a really like aggressive tone I don't know it just didn't it didn't resonate I don't know it didn't click with me for some reason like I said it's not a, a bad track but I just I didn't I didn't enjoy it as much um as I hoped but luckily following my corner oh you get a skit which I didn't care for I normally skip but once my corner is over and then you get past the skit then it goes to M and N featuring Pure and this is probably like my second favorite track on here um M and N is just uh, Rayquan and Pure just really doing an entire song with the letters M and N just kind of rhyming words that start with M. Like I think the first verse they do M and then like the second verse they do N and it's it's just really I don't even know <laughs> if all the words strung together even make sense, but I don't care. It sounds dope. The the beat is pretty mean and him and him and Pure go back and forth and they have a they just have a nice chemistry on the track. Um oh this is actually produced by Dame Grease. Shout out to Dame Grease man. Uh if you don't know Dame Grease he used to uh produce for um, I know he did a lot of work with DMX back in the day, but yeah, he's a, a a veteran OG producer, pretty much. But yeah, th- this was a really, really dope lyrical lyrical track. Definitely a a, a favorite. They 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 did their thing on that one, um, and I like what I love most about this album is like after M and N, this album finishes off really strong. Like you get Visiting Hour, which is a nice uh soulful cut. I one I want to say that was one of the more I, I guess content I'm going to say I guess content driven tracks like not so much focused on the mafioso you know life but more of him just kind of kind of just telling his story um kind of speaking to the youth a bit. I hope I'm not confusing that track with another one, but I, I think that was the track where you know he was you know trying to give game to the youth and how not to get caught up in in certain situations things like that and then um it goes to the rain which is another beautiful produced track and i want to say because i don't have the notes in front of me or at least it's not listed i think the rain was produced by mark henry which shout outs to mark henry there's another a uh, rapper i listened to uh, named phil ade who was uh, from the dmv and mark henry did a few tracks with him and i remember hearing the drums on this track and it instantly reminded me of one of Philadelphia's old tapes, and then I heard the, um, I found out Mark Henry did the, did the beat, and I was like, alright, that makes sense because the, the drums sound exactly the same but I love I love that track, man, it's a real real, like, like I said it's like that luxurious gangster music feel man, I I, I love that track, I love the drums, and the rain is pretty much the rain, man, Raekwon is, you know, he's on top, man, he's <laughs> and in, in his ever so poetical way with words describing how he you know he's on top man he's holding it down you're not taking you're not taking the crown from him you know and if if you attempt to it's not going to go well for you so and like i said it, the album finishes out real strong man you get the rain uh then you get crown of thorns which is another really dope track um i'll stop and mention uh purple brick road featuring that uh, featuring G Easy which was a single, one of the singles, uh, off this album, actually, this was the first track I heard before the album had came out, um, this was produced by Justice League, which, if you know Justice League, uh, especially, like, if you listen to Rick Ross, because I know he's done a few, uh, a few songs with them, but, yeah, man, another one of those tracks that just feels so, just luxurious and grand, and, you <laughs> like I said, man, he's, back on that 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 mafioso tip but like over that production it, it it sounds so good man it it sounds it sounds really 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 good and I don't really listen to G-Eazy I'm not a huge G-Eazy fan um then this verse isn't going to make me buy an album or anything but it was a solid feature from G-Eazy um I thought his verse was was pretty dope I just think with him his his like cadence in his flow just reminds me too much of of other rappers like i, I definitely hear like a, a drake and like a big sean influence in him that, and that to me he sounds so much like them that he doesn't stand out too much but regardless his 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 flow was you know the flow was decent the, the lyrics were were decent so the, the verse was cool with me and you know shout outs to him for being this young in his career and you got a song with raekwon like that's 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 a good look <laughs> regardless of of you know how i might feel about your music or you know you you as an artist but you know you're getting a song with raekwon that's 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 a good look man that's a good it's a good stamp to have so that this is actually one of those tracks I'll, I'll probably post a link to this like if if you guys listen to this track and you like it You'll probably enjoy the rest of this album. I feel like that track embodies a lot of what this album has to offer um as far as style and like what you can expect when you listen to it so i'll I'll post a link because that this song does have a video so I will post a link to that and give that a listen man if, if you guys like that track you'll definitely um you'll definitely enjoy this album and then it closes out with uh what is the name of this song? I don't want to get it wrong uh closes out with you hear me well technically it closes out with an outro, but like the last song song is you hear me um I like this track and I, I thought it was a great closer, but this track stands out also because he raqua definitely switches up his flow on this it has more this is probably I'm trying to think of a way to describe this one of the more catchier sounding songs not not that it's like pop or any even anything like that but i think this is probably like sound wise flow wise it's one of the more like audible audibly accessible sounds sex- accessible sounding songs if that makes sense on here but i thought it was just it was a nice switch up a pace with his flow um the beat banged it was it was a dope way to 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 close the album out and I think you guys would really enjoy that. So I'm I'm looking at the track listing though on Rap Genius and according to them, I don't know if this is just on the digital version, because I don't have a physical copy. But apparently there's a remix to this is what it comes to which features Ghostface and I'm a little hurt right now because <laughs> on the album version that I got, this song is definitely not in my iTunes, so I don't know, maybe it's like the digital version only cuz I, I got a physical co- physical copy. I just import the music to the from the CD to my iTunes, but I might have to go look that out cuz Ghostface I'm imagining if they um if they kept the instrumental to that track the same as the original or on that just like aggressive boom bap type that Ghost would probably kill that. And if you listen to Wu-Tang or you you listen to to Raekwon and Ghost, you know those two have really really good chemistry together. So yeah, right after this podcast I'm gonna have to look that up because I'm probably missing out <laughs> on a really dope cut. But um Yeah, I'm I'm hurt. I'm really mad I don't have that that song. But overall man, this this album is it's it's really good, man. Like like I said, like Rayquan is one of those guys that I think at this point in his career. He's not necessarily going to do anything like mind-blowing or game-changing, but he's good at doing what he does and doing it very well at a very high level that I don't think a lot of other people can match, Um, which allows him to, you know, at, at this stage in his career after being in the game, what, two at least two decades, that he can still put out quality projects he can still remain relevant and he's he's still you know sure he's not that same maybe exactly the same Raekwon from from back in the day but at the same time he hasn't lost too much of a step to to be honest um at least you know from from what I hear from him so he's he's still managing to, to put out quality projects this late you know in his career and he hasn't really hit that wall to where it's like oh you know he's falling off or you know maybe he should retire like nah man if keep doing what you're doing it's it's working <laughs> it's, it's definitely working so yeah all in all i would say for this project man you want to hear some some good mafioso rap you want to hear some aggressive boom bap mixed with a little little luxurious feel a little little soulfulness to it Give give this a listen, man. Raekwon is like I said, man. Like twenty twenty years in the game, and still still managing to be relevant. Still managing to put out quality products or quality albums. Um, and like I, and this album had a, a lot of replay value for for me. I didn't I didn't think I was gonna return to this as much as I have. But like I said, I always go back and I, I listen to tracks like Marvin. Um, i go back, i listen to Eminem, I mean, sorry, not Eminem, Eminem, i go back, i listen to, like, that whole, uh, latter half of the album, The Rain, Crown of Thorns, Purple Brick Road, You Hear Me, like, this album's dope, man, there aren't really, there are songs I like more than others, but there aren't really, like, any bad songs on here, so, uh, this is a really, really, really solid album, um, wouldn't be surprised if this sneaks into my top 20, um, that I'll do at the end of the year, man. Like I've I've been going back to this album that much that I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure this this will sneak in my top twenty. Might be towards the back half, but it'll it'll get there, man. This this album definitely definitely impressed me. So shout outs to Raekwon, man. Shout outs to Raekwon. Shout out shout out to the Wu Tang Clan, you know all of them. Um, so yeah, that's it, man. Raekwon, the Wild. I'll, I'll leave a link to one of the songs from here that you guys can check out and uh definitely definitely give this project a listen um if you have it support the music buy buy a physical copy or digital you know spend your money man spend spend your money on the the music that's that's worth getting that's that's worth supporting out there um and I guess moving right along uh the last album I'll review or I might I might do one more I don't know but the next album <laughs> I'll review, um, Brother Ali, All the Beauty in This Whole Life. Um, I 1st trying to remember, I spent this morning trying to figure it out and I couldn't even remember. I feel like the first time I'd ever heard of Brother Ali was probably back sometime, we're going to say sometime between like 2008 and 2011. I can't tell you what (laughs) album I don't even remember what song to be honest but like I knew it was like from some time back then I'd heard of him but I wasn't really back then around when around that time around like 2007 2008 I was kind of just getting into my whole underground like hip-hop phase like seriously when I was like spending hours on the internet searching for music so like i I had came across him but he wasn't somebody who back then i like really dug into i just kind of seen him here and there um maybe featured on somebody's songs or every now and again i would see a song of his but you know he was always someone who I, I kept an eye on the first album that i actually bought from him was the one he put out before this which was uh was it morning america dreaming in color i might have that mixed up but um, that came out, I want to say, in like 2012. So it's been a, a minute since we've heard from Brother Ali, man. He he dropped that that album, and then he just kind of he just kind of chilled out <laughs> for for a pretty long time, man. Dude just kind of chilled out, but um he came back this year, man. And I I I've just been in this phase lately, man. I've just been really digging for new music, just just feening for new stuff to listen to. So. I heard this was coming out i might have listened to like one single i just bought it anyway i didn't care like i just want something new to listen to that that i'm pretty sure i'll be able to pull something from and this album is uh this it's it's a lot to to digest i'm not sure if i'll even be able to go deep into everything but because he covers he covers a lot in here um for people who never listen to Brother Ali, I can't say that he's an artist for everybody and I don't mean that in a bad way. I think I could see somehow like his delivery may turn some people off. He has this he has like this preacher. It's this very like passionate preacher like <laughs> delivery is the closest I could describe it. And I, I guess depending on how you might interpret, I don't know. It, I, it probably would depend just person to person on whether you'll you'll take his delivery as just passionate or if it might just come off too preachy. So I could see that possibly possibly turning people off. But I, I feel like if you if that if his delivery doesn't bother you, then. I, I I could see you pretty much becoming a fan of his music because he definitely is not slacking as a as a rapper or as a lyricist. And he's definitely, definitely not slacking in terms of in terms of content or, or things to talk about. Um, even just judging by the title, all the beauty in this whole life, like you can you can kind of guess at you know, some of the topics that he might cover. And he he definitely does have tracks in reference to that right well actually the title track is the finishing track which i'll i'll get into later but uh this album starts off with the track pin the paper um and it starts off with this kind of i guess you could say like spoken word poem and i hope i don't butcher this gentleman's name uh amir sulaiman i might be saying that wrong but um i I think he appeared i want to say he appears on more than once i can't remember but he starts the album off with like this poem and then from the poem, it goes to the actual song, uh, pen to paper. And it's kind of, this is actually, the album starts off with probably the most, I guess you could say sinister, if, if I don't know if that might even be a too harsh a description for it, but that might be like the, probably the darkest, least sounding instrumental in here has this really slow kinda of slow beat, um, really slow piano in the background. Um, and it kind of Brother Ali's kinda of just describing kind of um trying to think of how to kinda of describing how, pretty much how like he started writing. Um, literally like how he started writing as a rapper, like he describes how he like first picked up a pen when he was eight or nine. It was the Reagan times. He had some line uh <laughs> some line like that. Um and he just kind of goes into how he used he used the writing to you know kind of just create his own realities and escape from the reality that he was living in you know kind of that whole dynamic but he does it with just this really just kind of fiery delivery um and like I said you'll definitely hear immediately with that track the the delivery that I'm talking about where it's, it's you know it's it's, it's passionate. It, but it's borderline like he literally he sounds like a preacher because he, he has these like these uh these inflections in his vocal tones that he uses that it reminds me of like a preacher but if if you listen to that track and you enjoy it then you'll probably like the rest of this album like like i said if you can get past that delivery of his but i, li- I like the opening track it's a real aggressive starts the album <laughs> but after that the album really really chills out um and to, to speak of the production, um, the album, I believe, is entirely produced by Ant um, of Atmosphere. If you guys don't know Atmosphere, that's uh, Ant and Slug, a uh, hip-hop duo uh, uh, from Minnesota, I believe. Um, so, And he's worked with Ant uh, in the past before. And I, I don't think Ant did a lot of work on uh, Morning in America, Dreaming in Color. So it was good to hear that he returned with Ant to this album. I think these two have a really good dynamic. They, I think Ant knows how to give them the type of instrumentals that he needs to execute what he's trying to execute. Um, and from from the opening track, Pen to Paper, um, it goes on to What Hearts Are For, which I think I'm pretty sure that track has a video. If it does I'll probably post a link uh, to that below. And what Hearts of For is kind of just... Kind of what the, the title implies. Like, we... He, he kind of just goes into... Kind of how... I, I guess you could say love can... I'm making it, make it sound cheesy. That love can conquer all. But, like, we, we do all of these... You know, these terrible things. And... We do all these hypocritical things. But we're not... We're never going to get anywhere if we don't... You know, start... Showing compassion, you know, to to other people and loving other people and loving ourselves, so on and so forth. Things like that. Um, I like how this track starts off. Uh, Not for one second, I believe what you're telling me. I know you invented disease and sell the remedy. Universe is sending me centuries of memory. So the very breath that I breathe is ever ah, is all I ever need. I got that Muhammad Ali up in my pedigree. Yes, I'll be speaking peace up in my 70s. So, like I said, he, he kind of starts it off with the with the hypocrisy, you know. I know you, you know, I know you guys create the disease and sell the remedy, you know, not to get into conspiracy theories, but you you kind of get what he's saying. But then he ends that that line you know with you know, I'll be speaking peace in my 70s. So kind of where, you know, he's he's more I guess at this stage in his life trying to you know, trying to be about compassion to his you know to his fellow man to to his people as a way to kind of combat you know the the ills and the the not so great things i guess you could say that he's kind of seeing in the world and then from that track i won't do a track by track review of this album because it i don't even say it's longer probably longer than the other two albums i reviewed um but i I do want to highlight the next track special effects which is probably one of my favorite tracks on here um he, go, he uses this track and goes into detail about how, you know, social media is, is cool and all to be able to communicate with people via the internet. But he definitely, like, much more prefers that human interaction and what it's like to, you know, physically, you know, be with somebody, feel somebody's emotions and talk to them, uh, you know, person to person. And, and like that. Uh, he has a line. I love all the words and what it means. But it's so much to say in the spaces in between. I don't want to watch dots disappear. Listen here. First reaction is crystal clear. I want the uncut sentiment. Before you had a chance to second guess and edit it. I thought that was a, a really dope line. You know just saying. That I want the real you. Not the you on Twitter. Who gets to edit their every words. Like I want to hear what you really think. And what you really feel. That's kind of like what this what that track is um or what that track covers in terms of in terms of a topic and the rest of this album man it's it's, it's a lot of content just from like i said i, I can't i'm not gonna go too deep because it, it would be would be here all day trying to because i feel like every track he's basically addressing another <laughs> another issue um but you got tracks like dear black Sun" where he really like a heartfelt track uh to his son telling him pretty much trying to have that father son talk about racism and how to deal with it and how you don't you know you're not defined by what other people think of you that I, w- I wish I could I wish I would have wrote some lines from that song down there are a lot of just deep quotables in, in that song that's definitely a track to to listen to um, we got this another uh, favorite track of mine uh, featuring Ciroc who's a, a dope Uh, mc dope female mc um you guys are looking i feel like there's a i don't see a myth like a lot of people say there aren't really a lot of good female rappers a lot of them are out there people just don't know about them uh i always i'm always a champion for rhapsody who isn't just a favorite female mc just favorite mc in general but when people mention female mc she's always the first person i bring up but sorak is also another really good one so that, that was a dope track. Um, I, I tend to like the first half of this album better than the second. Uh, from Pin to Paper, to What Hearts Are For, to Special Effects, uh, Can't Take That Away was okay. Then you got Dear Black Son, We Got This Was Dope, uh, Uncle Uzi Taught Me, which is a, a pretty dope um, pretty dope storytelling track of him uh, kind of describing how he, he took this trip to Iran and they invited him over there to kind of speak about uh, police brutality and things like that. But the Iranians know him and his music. So they uh, wanted him to perform Uncle Sam Goddamn. Which that's if you've never listened to Brother Ali. That's one of his probably like the biggest song. One of his biggest songs that he's ever made. Um, then that came out back in like 07. And, and Iran like it's it's pretty much like illegal to rap. But he rapped in front of these people. And then he, he tried to do it, like, on the low. He, I guess he didn't think it was going to blow up. But then he ended up being on the news. And then he tried he had to hurry up and get out of Iran because he didn't want to get in trouble. And then he comes back to America where, you know, we claim to fight terrorism and things like that. And he comes back to America and he describes how he feels like he was treated like a terrorist. Because he gets to the airport and they start asking him all these questions. And they start searching his bags. And it, it was a really dope... Uh, a really dope uh, storytelling track. Um, you got other good songs on here. Like Pray For Me. Never Learn. Um, another interesting track on here. Uh, called Before They Called You White. <laughs> and I'll bring this track up. Because of. I don't know. I, th- I thought that just the angle that he took was different. That I don't see a lot of people address. I'll just, I'll just read the intro. Um, the intro of this track is just. Now, I don't even, he wasn't even really rapping. It was just him just kind of talking. And the intro is. At what point did poor European people. That used to rebel against the ones that forced them to work. Land they didn't own. And die with nothing of their own. What was it that turned their hearts. So that they start to identify with power. Even though they're powerless. Identify with wealth. Even though they're broke. It's the invention of whiteness. And literally he goes into what his definition of of whiteness is, and I, I just thought it was a dope, interesting take, um, another, like, heavy track, man, like I said, this, this album's really loaded with, with content, but it's also, I feel like the production on this album is really, and I guess depending on the listener, you could say it's a pro or con, it's very easy on the ears, like, none, to me, none, and, and the production's not bad because Ant definitely isn't a bad producer, none of the instrumentals to me really like pop out, pop out, they're kind of just, they're suited, they're there for what they should be there for, like they're there, they aid the track, they aid Brother Ali's lyrics, but this album to me is very peaceful and mellow at times, it's really easy on the ears, um, I guess I'll also mention that Brother Ali doesn't really curse, so you could listen to this around your kids. <laughs> or You know, you got younger siblings in the car. You can play this and you don't have to worry about it. So, I said depending on the listener, I guess you could view it as a pro or a con. Because it, m- it may come off to some people as, I, I guess uh, I guess you could say cheesy. I, I don't really want to use that as the closest word I can really think of. But, you know, you might say it might, it might be a tad bit cheesy, a tad bit preachy it's a very clean album, but at the same time, it's clean, but he definitely talks about a lot of dark and, and, and heavy topics throughout, man, like I said, I'd, I'd be here all day if I just went through every track, but I, I do want to mention, just skipping all the way down to the title track, which is the closing track, um, All the Beauty in This Whole Life, and that that track pretty much wraps this album up in a nice little bow and encompasses a lot of of you know pretty much what this 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 album is about um kind of reading through the lyrics I, w- I want to say this track is has a lot of uh, religious back tone to it definitely a track I, I feel like is kind of dedicated to To God and talking about. Kind of like how his. I guess his. His love of God is. Inspiring him to. To love people. And try to. You know. Try to be a. A a, a peaceful. (laughs) A peaceful being you know. On earth. And kind of how. You know like his relationship with God. Has affected him in that way. And how he's you know he's trying to to stay on the right path, I guess just to give you a a better idea, like verse two starts off these two eyes inside of my head have never have never seen clearly a whole team of geniuses couldn't seem to cure me a lot of the time I just resigned and just closed them completely and relied on what's inside me to guide me sincerely. let the heart navigate and pray that the path is straight, lead me directly to your threshold, standing at the gate um so yeah that that I mean, that's just the start of the verse, but... And he goes on to talk about, um, you know, kind of like how being in God's presence kind of like made him cry. And after that, he, he kind of saw, you know, he kind of started seeing things clearly and started seeing that, you know, seeing how powerful love can be if if used in the, the right way. But I thought it was a really, a really good way to, to close the album out. Um, so, yeah, man. Another another dope album, man, from, from Brother Ali, I need to go back and listen to a lot of his back catalog, um, he's one of those dudes who I, I tend to just hear, like, songs from him, but I haven't listened to, like, a lot of his albums in, in whole, but, as far as this album, if you want something, like I said, it's, it's really easy on the ears, um, is loaded with, with content, but it's also clean, like I said, it's something you can, you can play around your kids, I, you can play around your younger siblings. I feel like this would probably be more geared towards people who probably have like an ear that tends to lean more towards the underground uh, hip hop side of things. This would definitely be an album you would you would probably more so enjoy that. That someone who you know likes mainstream a bit more. This might not be for them, but I would still encourage anyone to you know give it a shot, man. Give your ears something to to listen to i mean uh, even with with me like i i can't i can't lean all the way towards one way like i, I don't consider myself a purist i even though I, I do tend to favor and listen to more underground rap like i'm not opposed to mainstream i try to open my ears up to everything i think everybody deserves at least one shot before i shut the door on them <laughs> but you know so like i said if, maybe if you listen to if you tend to lean towards more mainstream maybe listen to a little bit of underground hip hop but not a whole lot like not a whole lot. You know, give this a listen, man. You you might not like it, but you at the same time you might be able to pull even if not the whole album, maybe you'll get, you know, three, four songs you can pull from this and that. You know, you'll you'll like and appreciate. And if if anything, even if you you don't come away as like a, a big fan of Brother Ali, you you gotta respect the content. Um you gotta respect the the poetic way with words you know that he has he's definitely a a, a talented writer a talented lyricist um like i said dope content dope content especially considering like things that are going on in the country right now um it, it would definitely be relatable in that sense so yeah man give 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 him a listen and like i said man his first album in about five years or something like that so and he, he doesn't seem like he's really lost much of a step. If if anything, I would probably say this this is better than the the previous album that he's put out. So Yeah, man. All the beauty in this whole life. Dope, dope album. Uh, dope album from Brother Ali. Love lo- love the content. Love the messages. Um keep keep doing your thing, man. Definitely, definitely a, a really, really solid album. Um and real quick, just to throw this in there. Um I'm not really going to review this, but I've been trying to I told myself this year I wanted to get back to listening to um more like instrumental uh albums or mixtapes or EPs, just instrumental music in general. Like I went through a phase where I listened to a lot of instrumental uh projects and then I don't know, I kind of like kind of like fell off that wave a little bit. But I'm trying to get back into it, and one of the tapes that um, I came across uh, is from the Audible Doctor, and this instrumental tape is called Soul Slaps, and it's, it's this, this is a really dope uh, instrumental project, man. Um, it's kind of what the, the title implies, man. It's a really just soulful instrumental project um all of these beats are, are dope and i love how the <laughs> he named it I, I guess i would say uh they're only going by the title names he it seems like he named the titles of the track after like the situations that surrounded the instrumental so like the first uh the the, the it starts off with an intro but then the um the actual first song song is titled the Amanda Diva remix. I did that never came out. (laughs) So yeah, I I just thought it was dope that like he, 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 all of the tracks are just named after certain situations. Like another track is called one of my favorite beats. I never released, uh, always like this one, but never put it on a, but never fit a project. So I just, yeah, I just thought the title, the titles of the songs were really dope, but that aside, man, these are some really just soulful instrumentals. Um, I believe there's a Soul Slaps 1 and there's a 2. I've only listened to one. I haven't gotten around to listening to Soul Slaps 2 yet, but uh, I'll leave a link to uh, Audible Doctor's Bandcamp. So, definitely give this a listen, man. This has been a really, really dope instrumental project. Uh, The beats aren't too long, so you can kind of, you can get through this pretty fast. It's only 12 tracks, um, and most of the beats only run for maybe about 2 to 3 minutes. Some of them not even that. So... Yeah, man. If you want just some soulful hip hop instrumentals to listen to, man, give give that a uh, give that a listen, man. So I, I just I wanted to plug that in uh, real quick. Uh, but yeah, so just a quick review. Novelist, Dilla Instinct, listen, support. Go go cop that. Rayquan the Wild. Go 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 cop that. Get that get that mafioso luxurious. Luxurious gangster music in your life, man. Go, go listen to that, Brother Ali. All the beauty in his whole life. You want something with some, just tons of messages, tons of content, something real easy going on the ears, and delivered with a, a passionate, preachy <laughs> delivery. Get, give that a listen. And Audible Doctor Soul Slaps. Get, get that soul in your life, man. The soulful instrumentals, man. Just get that get get that in your life you need it you need it it's great music to just kind of have playing in the background if you if you're cleaning or if you're studying something to just keep your head nodding man so yeah that's that's pretty much all I got for today not going to keep you guys it's been about uh, roughly an hour or so and keep you guys too much longer but um as always man if you guys haven't done so like the facebook page go to facebook type in dojo talk podcast hit that like button please spread with a friend family member if they like hip-hop or music in general if they like anime if they like mixed martial arts or combat sports in general um share share with a friend man i'm trying to trying to grow the audience um i think i've done pretty decent with putting out content on a pretty pretty regular uh basis between all of the interests I have there's pretty much never a shortage of things to talk about so I'm, I think I've been pretty good with with putting out cu- putting out quant uh putting out content pretty much on a weekly basis so just trying to trying to grow my audience a bit more uh as far as future uh episodes uh have been I just copped uh, big boys Boomiverse, so I got to sit with that a little more before I talk about that I've only gotten a chance to listen to it uh pretty much like once i just bought it the other day so um I'm, I'm pretty sure i'll be doing a review with that um a while back i did an anime review with uh anime nyc girls who's a blogger uh, shout out to stephanie um we reviewed the anime 91 days i uh, just finished attack on titan season two yesterday so um, i'm pretty sure she's finished it so i'm gonna try to reach out to her maybe we can make that happen again, do another anime review, and of course there were fights this weekend, so uh, me and the anti-cool will pretty sure we'll be back recording sometime this week. Um so yeah, man, there'll, there'll definitely be content coming. Never a shortage of music, shortage of fights. I've already got some other albums lined up I want to listen to, so yeah, man, just keep an eye out. Uh, like I said, if you follow the Facebook page, I normally uh, let you guys know in advance things I plan on reviewing and when they'll be coming out, things like that. Uh, but if you want to listen, check me out. Uh, Dojo Talk podcast on SoundCloud. Or if you prefer YouTube, I'm also on YouTube. Um, follow me on Twitter at Serial Sensei. I'm I'm on there. So yeah, man. Mm-hmm. But that's about all I got for today. So I'm gonna go uh, eat because I have not eaten breakfast and it's pretty late in the day already for me not to have eaten so i'm gonna go figure out that problem hopefully these people will come through and fix my air conditioner so i don't pass out in here and uh yeah that's that's all i got so happy belated father's day hope all you guys have a have a great one have a great week don't don't fall victim to the monday blues and yeah this has been another episode of the dojo talk podcast thank you guys for listening And until next time, I will catch you guys later. Peace.